What is up, everybody? It's your girl, VLM, Victoria Lynn Myers. You can call me Tori. I just say Victoria to sound extra fancy when I'm introducing myself to, like, clients or, like, hi, my name is Victoria. (laughs) No, just kidding. Well, kind of. But, hi. Wow. Second day in a row, I think. Did I post yesterday for, for this or no? I don't know. Second time this week, regardless. I mean, that's like a new record. Um, but anyway, if you're new here, welcome. The frickety frack back. Wait, if you're new here, welcome. Not back. That's for my returning customers. And if you are a returning person, you know the drill, baby. We give ourselves a round of applause. So here we go. Get your little hands out. Ready? We did it, baby. We're back. And today was a really shit day. And that's why I'm here to talk to you. Because this is my therapy. It's a lot cheaper than that $100 per session, you know, because your baby's about saving coins. Um, But anyway, how's it going since the last time we spoke? Or more so, I spoke at you. But how are you? I don't. <laughs> you guys must be saints to listen to me, honestly, because... <laughs> I have a very specific dumb sense of humor and I'm sure some of you, the minute you accidentally clicked on this podcast, you're just like, yeah, no, no, she's annoying. No, we need to turn this off. But the, for the few that have good taste and have a good sense of humor, thank you for sticking with me. Welcome. How are we? How are we doing this fine evening? It is 10 o'clock. I have been going to bed very late recently and not very, I'm not sleeping very well either. I don't know, man. Is anybody else like a workaholic? Does anybody else just stay up? I mean, I work all day most days, all day doing a bunch of crap. (laughs) Yeah, a bunch of crap. And then literally I get into bed and it's like, I'll try to turn on a show just to have like a 10 minute segment for myself, right? 10 minutes. That's all I ask. 10 minutes. And my brain says, hey, you forgot to put your clothes in the washer. Hey, that water, those glasses of water you've left throughout your entire apartment today because you haven't consumed any water, but you've poured yourself water. Hey, you didn't drink those. Then you go down them all and then you have to pee in 10 minutes. Um, Or, hey, you forgot to reply to this person's email. You know, it just never stops. That's one thing. That's one thing I would like to talk to my people with a nine to five. You know, it doesn't have to be actually a nine through five segment. It could be, you know, uh, I'm not even going to say all the possible time frames. People that have not. Okay, this is, this is the moral of the story of life, right? We all want what we don't have. Whenever I was doing a nine to five, I was like, oh my God, I cannot wait to work for myself. But then you realize you can't pot punch out at the end of the day and just chill you literally work follows you everywhere and you feel guilty for any moment and it is very hard to find that work-life balance which is something I'm working on which leads me into the segment I'm going to talk about tonight which is my crappy day I had (laughs) welcome hi welcome this is my podcast where I bitch (laughs) thank you for staying with me okay so today was a bad day I woke up I scheduled a facial because I'm like, treat yourself. This is my month, baby. It's my birthday month. 
And my birthday month is where I go hard for myself, or at least try to, which is normally something simple like buying a tea because I always feel guilty for spending money. But we're not going to go into that. That is for therapy. I need to go to therapy. But, (laughs) but, so today I was like, okay, I'm going to go get a facial, right? I scheduled it a few days ago, looked like a decent place. I park at my friend's house so that I don't have to pay for parking closer to downtown. Take a walk. It was, excuse me, it was like a 20-minute a walk. Walk there. It's, it's so hot outside. It's like 97, and it wasn't even noon yet. I was hot, and like, plus I'm fairly fair-skinned. I mean, don't let my pictures fool you. It's probably self-tanner, unfortunately, which this summer I've been trying to get a natural tan even to my demise i'm laying out in places where i probably shouldn't be laying out and where i could probably get reported to to say the say the least this is the type of crap like okay this is one area just a little tangent but as a white person i know i have privilege because i don't get lumped as a crusty person even when i'm doing crusty things right like i went to this place i'm just outing myself okay I went to this place, when was it? Two days ago, fairly close to my house. It has, normally I'll work out on the stairs over there. It's like a government building type of thing, I think. But it's not It's not something big, it's not a big deal. They have stairs there though. And then up, up top of the stairs is just like a normal concrete or like paved area that eventually leads to the doors of this place, right? It's pretty fairly empty. Like it's not, it's not in business right now, but there's still people that'll run up and down the stairs. Anyway, I lay out there on top of the stairs at this business, right? That's not bad enough. (laughs) I wear mismatched clothes. I wear a bikini, you know, that's probably 12 sizes too small for me. And I have an old towel literally from my parents' house that's like ripped that I'm laying on. (laughs) I look homeless. No one says anything. And I know if I were probably a different color, I would probably get reported. I mean, that's just the facts of life. So, I mean, if anybody denies privilege, there's just another another tangent of me, you know, myth-busting the idea that we are not privileged. But back to what I was saying. So I park at my friend's house. I walk downtown to go to my facial. It was supposed to be at, I think, 12 o'clock or, yeah, 12 o'clock. I go in and they're like, What's your name? I'm like Victoria Myers because I'm fancy and that's my name, a.k.a. Tori. (laughs) Just kidding. But, oh my God, what has gotten into me tonight? I'm just trying to crack myself up because that's how bad today was. Okay, so anyway, I go in there. They look. They're like, ma'am, I forgot to call you. We actually have to reschedule. I'm like, okay, well, I need a facial today (laughs) because (laughs) I need a facial. So anyway, I go and I call around. I go downstairs. I call around, find another place. Super sweet lady schedules me for um, 2.45 today. So I'm like, great, no biggie. I walk back to where my car is. My friend lives close by. So I text her. I'm like, hey, you know, you want to get together? We end up working out, which was fine. Ugh, I'm trying, I'm trying to, okay, anyway, I'm just going to continue with the story. You'll see how this develops. Okay, so after that, like, I thought I'd get my eyebrows tinted because your girl doesn't have the best eyebrows and I kind of just want to eventually get to the point where I don't have to do anything. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to wake up and put on makeup. Anybody that wants to put on makeup 
Unless it's for fun. And even then, that shit, like, sticks to your face, clogs your pores. It's not fun. I just want to get to the point in my skin regimen to where I wake up, maybe moisturize, you know, put on some SPF. And, like, I already look, like, the way I would look, you know, with some sort of natural makeup. So I got my eyebrows tinted. And then my friend and her friend were like, hey, you know, you want to go to this this dinner meetup, right? And I'm like, oh, sure. You know, it's with this dude that, like, was a mutual friend. I'm like, sure, whatever. Yeah, I'll go. I, I wasn't looking cute. Mind you, the the extractions at the facial place left my face looking like a tomato. I didn't get ready because I woke up because I'm such a night owl that I literally go to bed at, like, 3 a.m. and then wake up at, like, 10 or 11 <laughs> And then, like, had to wake up and hit the ground running because I had a facial. You know, first world problems so far. I'm not trying to complain. But I am. (laughs) Anyway. So we drive over to where we're supposed to be meeting this dude to go to dinner. Super nice restaurant. This guy was a fairly wealthy dude. Uh, I didn't put two and two together, though, that this guy was a guy that had been messaging me like asking to fly me out places and I just didn't reply like I'm not interested really I'm about that grind in life I'm not trying to get sidetracked I'm trying to work and trying to make sure I'm a millionaire by the time you know like 10 years from now (laughs) I don't know we'll see anyway that's long-term plans but so anyway I get there and I'm like oh shit I put two and two together. This guy's been trying to get a hold of me. He brings up that I left him on red, even though I just never read his messages. Um, he, he kept introducing me as his future ex-wife and his future wife to everybody at the restaurant, which was very weird. This guy, like, knew everybody at the restaurant. Like, it was, it's a really nice, expensive restaurant in Chicago. Um, and, like, he was, I don't know, just dropping... Like, first of all, he kept asking me to hold his wallet and asking me to hold his phone. I think he liked the idea of me holding his stuff. Anyway, I put it in my purse, whatever. I'll do that. I'd do that for a friend. Sure, I'll hold your wallet even though we're clearly sitting at a table, but okay. Anyway, (laughs) fast forward, you know, he's introducing me as his his future ex-wife or his wife and like putting his arm around me, you know. It was a bit weird, and then he kept trying to get me to find flights for him to fly me out to a specific place, and I'm, like, trying to change the subject, trying to communicate with my other friend, texting her, like, hey, dude, I don't know what to do, like, this is a little weird, like, I'm not trying to escalate this, I'm also not trying to make this awkward, you know, like, if you're a female, you know, okay, this is, this is my issue, there's so many issues I have with all of this, we'll dissect it, though. Um, first of all, if you're a female, you know that fine line between having to play along and be kind and be cordial and tiptoe around because you don't want a dude to punch a hole through a wall. And the the point where things get so real that you might end up getting like assaulted or, you know, something like that. And at that point you have to act, you know, you have to not act. You have to like stand up, you know, it's a fine line sometimes though. It's a fine line on knowing what's going to happen. Ugh. And especially with dudes with money or with power or whatever. And let's be honest, like with the wage gaps and everything else, it keeps us at a lower totem pole. I hope there's some girl listeners on here. Anyway, I think there is because there's this one girl that messaged me on TikTok and was like, hey, when are you going to post another TikTok? Or, (laughs) well, that too. America's getting banned on TikTok, but whatever. Um, Anyway, 
So yeah, it escalated a bit, but whatever. I was just trying to play it cool. I kept distracting from the situation, even as he was handing me his phone, being like, book the flight, book the flight. And I'm like, oh, anyway, so the weather, um, <laughs> trying to get it, get my attention to, of my friend and stuff. And she's like, it'll be okay. Just play it cool, whatever. So anyway, mind you, this is all like a very nice restaurant. We're all sitting outside, you know, cause Rona. So then we get invited to go to another place to, like, drink and stuff, which I don't really drink. I'll have an occasional White Claw. I'm a very lightweight person. If I'm being 100% real, I am more of a (laughs) – I feel like this is going to come to slap me in the face, but it's legal here. I'm more of, a like, a weed person, if I'm being honest. Like, weed chills me out. If I'm having anxiety or whatever, it's the one thing that, like, helps me – a lot. Like I'll every once in a while, you know, I'll have a drink, but I don't really care for drinking anyway, but I'm just along for the ride at this point. (laughs) Wish I wouldn't have been at this at once. Once you hear the rest of this. Okay. So anyway, we get in the lift. The guy starts trying to grab my ass, grabs my ass as I'm trying to get in the lift. We end up sitting in the back seat. I keep texting my friend like, Hey, like, you know, and she's, I mean, she's, I don't know. I find myself trying to make excuses, whatever. Anyway, you'll hear, you'll hear my entire spiel once I finish telling the story. Anyway, okay, so we're in the back of the lift. You know, he's still, like, really trying to get me to, like, nail down when I'm going to fly out and stuff. Like, here, pick, take my phone. And I'm, like, trying to talk to my friend who's in the front seat. And we're all, like, I'm trying to distract from the situation, you know? Thank God the lift wasn't that long of a ride, like... So anyway, we get there, and by this point, the guy is kind of getting an attitude with me because he's like, what the heck? Like, I've already told you to book your flight. Book your flight. And I'm, like, trying to think of any excuse in the book to not book my flight. So we get to the actual, uh, like, restaurant or whatever, the other place we were going to go to. You know, he's buying all of us shots. I'm not drinking the shots. I haven't drank any of the shots. I had, like, half a glass of wine and was like, I'm done. Like, I don't, I don't really like drinking. Um... Anyway, so we're there, and then he, to add insult to injury, he sees this other girl that's sitting at the bar, and he's like, I need to go talk to her. Come to find out, his buddies and him were at, like, another place, and his buddy assaulted her or something. This is, I think this is what what was said. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure this is what he said. Like, his buddy, like, ended up touching her inappropriately or something, and he literally took some of his money out of his wallet and went over there to, like, pay her off. I'm like, great. These are great people. I love this. I love people. I love this so much. I'm so glad I'm in this situation. I'm so glad I know so many great people. (laughs) Anyway, which I'm, like, done. I'm done. Anyway, okay. So we're sitting there, and he's still going on and on and on. And I'm like, well... I I said, I am busy. I work. I'm sorry. I cannot fly out to see you. And he's like, well, uh, how much do you make in a day? I'll pay for, I'll pay for you. Whatever you make in a day, I'll pay you just to spend time with me. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Like I work. Uh, and I was just trying to think of anything to distract from why I don't want, you know, or trying to distract from him being on my butt about trying to book a flight. So I'm like, well, you should just extend your flight because he's supposed to leave tomorrow. He lives in New York. I'm like, you should extend your flight and spend time with your friends in Chicago, you know? That's literally what I said because I'm like trying to change the subject in any way. And he's like, well, I'll book a hotel. He's like, pick out the hotel for me. 
And then he just hands me his phone. It won't stop. Like, won't stop. I keep trying to change the subject. Everybody, you know, at the table, I don't know. I don't even know at this point what's even going on. It just seems like the main focus is him trying to get me to stay the night in the hotel. And at this point, I'm freaking out. Anytime the guy would walk over to the other girl to, like, pay her off or have a conversation with her, I would text my friend who was sitting right beside me or, like, make a face and be like, help me, you know, like, help. So anyway, fast forward. Like, I'm really worried. The guy's like, I need to go check into my hotel. He's like, and you're coming with me because you told me to book this one. And I never told him to book anything. Like, literally, I was just trying to get away from being forced. to. I'm not going to be forced, but I was trying to make it a cordial conversation. I was trying to make it a cordial night for everybody involved. Ugh. But anyway, okay, so we're sitting there. My friend says all of a sudden that her friend locked her herself out of her apartment like the other girl that was with us went back to her apartment because she was staying there for the week and my friend was like oh no like so and so locked her keys in the car I didn't realize at this point that she was trying to think of an excuse for the both of us I still am a bit confused on like what actually happened because whenever she went to get up to like go to her lift I was kind of left to fend for myself like the guy was like you're staying with me right like you told me to book this hotel so you're gonna stay with me right and I'm like no I I need to go to my friend's house. I need to go. And I was thinking of excuses on why I couldn't stay there. And she just kind of was quiet and just looked at him and was kind of just like, oh, like, what do I say? When like, in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, if you're actually a friend, which I'm not trying to like out anybody, but it like, for me, I'm like, okay, if I saw that my friend, like after I make it clear that I'm not comfortable in this situation and a dude keeps trying to make passes and advances and it keeps suggesting that you need to come over tonight and you need to spend the night and you, all of this stuff, I would have been like, dude, stop. Like that's what I would have done. So I don't know. It was just really weird because I felt like by the end of the, by the end of this whole fiasco, I felt like I had to take care of myself and like get myself out of that situation. Like I literally felt like my friend was just going to leave me there. And so that's what I said to her in the Uber. I'm like, or yeah, I think it was an Uber. Uh, that's what I said. I'm like, dude, I literally could have gotten assaulted. And I felt like you weren't even my wingman, you know? And she's like, oh, well, that's why I came up with this excuse. And I'm like, well, you never told me any of that. And you literally, you know, I didn't say this to her at that point. I was just like, okay, well, I was worried, you know, but internally I'm like, okay, you never communicated any of that. You never texted me that. And then you literally acted like you were just going to leave me like there, you didn't try to stand up for me at all. You know, anyway, what a wild night, man. I don't know. This is what I was going to say, though, mainly with this whole this whole thing is I feel like and if anybody is listening and has grown up in extreme environment like like the one that I was born and raised in, the lack of autonomy you had growing up is minuscule. You had zero bit of autonomy. You had no self-expression. You had no right to say anything was making you feel uncomfortable. You had no right to say, I mean, there were so many times, like, like so many times I would be on the floor, literally sitting on the floor for dress check. You literally were like degraded all the time and just told that like, if you stood up for yourself, you were evil. And, and so now like, I feel like it continues to put me in bad situations. Like I just, I don't know if anybody can relate. Like, A, I'm just so nice and I try to just be so nice to people. And literally the idea that maybe my friend 
wasn't having my best interest in heart, at least initially. I don't know. I don't know how to feel. And that's another thing. I feel like you're taught that, I don't know. I'm so mind fucked because like the way that I was raised, you were taught to not view people as bad. You had like one segment where it was like, Everybody other than the people that you associate with, aka the religious people, are of the devil and completely the worst. But then within that cult, people would literally get away with like the worst of crimes. Like literally the worst. Money laundering, uh, pedophilia, um, rape, uh, sexual assault. I mean like the worst of things, they would just get swept under the rug and you observing this stuff, even in your adolescence, you can observe this stuff and be like, hmm, I don't think something is right here. And you would literally be shot down for observing it or saying anything about it. Like you would literally be like, oh, we shouldn't judge or, oh, you know, whatever. Meanwhile, we'll judge everybody based on the music that they listen to. We'll judge everybody based on the articles of clothing that they they wear. Everything in that regard. But if somebody is a pedophile, but if somebody is like literally raping people, but if somebody is like using their power corruptly within the church, oh, mum's the word. We shut up. We don't say anything. No, I don't think I don't think you should say that. You know, that's a little judgmental. We don't check. Like, can somebody in the church check? other people in the church for actual bad things that they're doing instead of making a big deal over like pants and over you know whatever like can we just have a if there's such a thing as a good religious religious organization could we have it to where you actually keep the people in power a I don't believe anybody deserves power I definitely don't think that somebody should be like God's man and telling you everything and dictating your life that's bullshit But say whatever. Say that's fine. Can we keep those people in check? Can we stop being like, oh, you shouldn't judge them. You shouldn't judge anybody within the cult. But, you know, we can judge a complete fucking stranger. That's fine. I don't know. It's really messed with my mind, though, to be completely honest. And this is where I come in and I say I probably need some sort of therapy or something. Because the crap that I have had to deal with because of this, you know. I don't know. And also they like, it's just so weird the way that they act. Like also you can't, I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. Like I, I try to rationalize a lot of the stuff that happened, um, in the way that I was raised and stuff. And it just, it doesn't make any sense. That's the weirdest part. And this is why, like when these things happen to me, a, I'm not a victim, you know, and I'm not going to ever victimize myself or like make myself into that. I'm a strong, capable person that is a badass, that is grinding, that is working and creating a life that she wants and got out of literally so much. So I'm not a victim. Um, but I will say like one thing that I feel like I haven't grieved, it just like the autonomy that was taken from me and me feeling like I'm like, I'm in my young 20s, you know what I mean? And to feel like literally I feel like I'm a teenager because of the amount that I know about normal social interactions or, you know, that it's okay to like cause a scene or it's okay. Like literally I was just told from a young age to sit down and shut up and not question things. And so my brain works completely well 
but I, I'm still learning how to find my voice in these situations. And although like, I'll make it very obvious and like, whatever, I have not learned what to do. Or like, I have not learned that it's okay to then disregard these people because they didn't respect your, your viewpoints, right? Like, even, I don't even think I've talked about it really. I I might have talked about it on this podcast before, uh, a warning to anybody listening. But even six months ago, I, um, I would consider it rape. I, I, one of a person that I consider my friend raped me. I told that person no several times that I did not want to do stuff. They continued and continued and continued. And eventually I just shut up and just took it. And that was that. And I'm still processing that. But in hindsight, I needed to be okay with not ruining a friend or not worrying about ruining a friendship, right? Because that person didn't care about ruining a friendship. They didn't care that I was completely not happy about the situation, completely turned off by the situation, completely everything. They didn't care about any of that. They only cared about getting their rocks off. So why, why in my mind am I always trying to care about making other people uncomfortable? Making, I mean, it's kind and cordial, but when those people are making you uncomfortable, it is okay to stand up for yourself. And maybe this is something I need to tell my inner child because, I mean, the amount of times in the way that I was born and raised, even as a kid, felt so uncomfortable. I mean, the, the crap that was pulled, even as a kid, creepy men, you know, sexualizing you and stuff, and you were just taught to just shut up, be quiet, you know? It now really affects me. And, like, I, I, I always... There's already some of this, right? Like, there's already some of this whenever you're a victim of sexual assault or whatever. There's already some of this. Like, your brain automatically tries to put things on you because it makes it easier to process, right? Like, if I did or said something, it makes it easier because surely a person that I thought I could trust wouldn't rape me, right? That's what your brain goes into processing, But on top of that, I have like this other thing because of religion and because of the way that I was raised on top of it that's really done a lot of damage. Um, So yeah, I'm trying to work through that and trying to undo that. I'm very thankful that I got out of the situation tonight. It could have ended badly. Hopefully, I would like to say hopefully not, but who knows. Um, But yeah, I am done associating... I mean, how would I have known? I'm just really trying to make friends, to be completely honest. Like, no one talks about how difficult it is as an adult to make friends and, like, keep friends. Especially friends that you actually like and that have have similar interests and, you know, all of the things that we feel we need. It is so hard to find friends. And I don't know. Maybe that's fine. Maybe it's okay to – I mean, I know it's okay to be alone. I love being alone. But I also really like, you know, the idea of painting with somebody else or the idea of working out with somebody else or doing ceramics with somebody else or, you know, just enjoying somebody's company. But, I mean, with that being said, always continue trying. Don't let shitty experiences change your perspective. I mean, you can learn from things, you know, you can grow 
give yourself a break. You've been through a lot, you know? I don't know if anybody can relate to any of what I'm saying. Again, I've always used this podcast as a way to just throw my thoughts and stuff out there. And more so as a therapeutic tool than anything. And if you get something out of it, great. Or if you can connect with it, great. Hopefully, if anything, this podcast just lets you know you're not alone. That people are dealing with crap that you don't know about. And you're dealing with crap no one else knows about. And no one has their their stuff in order. No one's perfect. You know, people can literally post a life. (sighs) I don't know, man. You ever get you ever get together with people and you think that they're all really good friends and then you get together and they're all on their phones and they're all like making BS conversation. There's no substance there. It's like, what are we doing? I mean, I know it's kind of like with anything else. It's kind of like with marriage or anything else. I have never seen like a happy marriage, you know. And maybe that's why one of the main reasons why I'm so afraid of commitment or so afraid of anything is just because it seems like it's just a way to allow somebody to just be complacent in the relationship. And as unfortunate as that is, I feel like the best way to keep somebody and keep them trying is for them to know at any moment you could walk out the door. But I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this. It was just a really crappy night. And I know there'll be good nights too. I know that, and you should know that too. Just because you have a bad day, tomorrow I have plans to get some stuff done. I'm going to be productive, going to finish some art, going to set up my OnlyFans, baby. We're going to set up our OnlyFans, just to clarify. No nudes for anybody asking. Not posting nudes. Don't feel comfortable with that. We'll be posting bikini pictures, bikini videos, Lingerie, lingerie videos, behind the scenes, maybe a few, you know, sexier things here and there, stuff like that, but nothing too crazy. Um, But yeah, guys, I hope you're doing okay. Hopefully this didn't weigh you down at all. I always try to leave on a good note. Take chances, take those calculated risks. You'll never know unless you try. I mean, I learned a lesson and life goes on. And we will eventually end up where we want to be because we're working towards it. We're good people on this podcast. You're a good person. You mean well. You're working hard. I'm proud of you. I don't know if anybody's told you that today, but hey, I'm proud of you. And also another thing, that idea you had, that that one dream you had, that one vision you had, that one goal you have, where it seems a little bit unachievable, unattainable, something that you could throw at your friends or throw at your family and they would laugh at you or say, that's stupid or kind of degrade your your thought process. Listen, go for it. Go for it. You don't need people's approval, okay? At the end of the day, you have to be happy and you have to look yourself in the mirror and live with you. That's it. That's it. So whatever dream you have, assuming, I always have to put that clarification in there, assuming it's not hurting somebody else, hurting yourself, do it. Do it. Those same people that are discouraging you, they'll be name dropping your name. They'll wish that you guys were friends. 
though, whatever. And again, it's not even something bad. I mean, it's one of those things where how is somebody else supposed to see or know what you're capable of? They can't. They can't. We're all just human. We're all just falling apart. We're literally all just falling apart. Literally every cell in our body, I mean, is trying to fall apart. And we're always trying to repair everything. I mean, I know that's maybe not scientific. That's what it feels like at times, though. Um, It just seems like everything is more prone to dying than living. We're all just struggling through life, you know? And so if a friend, if a family member doesn't believe in your vision, go for it anyway. Go for it. That's all I'm going to leave you guys with today. I hope you have a wonderful evening or morning wherever you're at. I hope the sun is shining. I hope the wind blows and makes your hair look so pretty as you walk. I hope you do something for yourself, even if it's something small. Look yourself in the mirror. Tell yourself you're proud of yourself. Stop that negative talk. It's going to kill you. It's going to kill you. You got to stop that. Love yourself. With that being said, everybody, thanks for tuning in, for listening to me. As always, my DMs are open. My OnlyFans DMs are going to be open here soon for an extra an extra quarter. Not, not necessarily a quarter. I'll probably charge more than that because I'm worth it, baby. But anyway... Love you guys. Appreciate everything. Appreciate all your support. Take care. Love and light. Tori.